Hey, it's Mark. Winter is coming, and all of us, hardened by the COVID crisis the last two plus years, know what can happen when people migrate indoors to flee the colder weather. But there's another respiratory virus that may also be on the upswing. Experts say that after a relatively quiet period, the new influenza season could be quite severe. With the CDC reporting early increases in seasonal flu activity in most of the U.S. this month, we'll tell you about a campaign from GSK spinoff Halion's Theraflu brand. Meanwhile, my colleague Lesha Bushak is back for her weekly policy update. This week, I'll review some health policy news around a new federal effort to battle substance use disorder among pregnant women, as well as the U.S. Surgeon General highlighting workplaces as an integral part of addressing the mental health crisis. And for my segment, I'll speak with Samir Rabani, Marketing Lead Respiratory Health at Halion, about a Theraflu campaign that's launching for its second consecutive year and the reasons behind the campaign's focus on Black and Latina mothers. I'm Mark Iskowitz, Editor-at-Large, and welcome to the MMM Podcast, medical marketing and media's show about healthcare marketing writ large. Samir, welcome to the MMM Podcast. Happy to be here. Excellent. So the campaign is called The Right to Rest and Recover. It's a digital, social media, and public relations campaign. And before we get into the campaign's tactics, let's talk a bit about the strategy and why this year's theme was chosen. Uh, what did Halion find in its survey results regarding the inequities around unpaid sick time for Black and Latina mothers? It's a great question and a great way to kick off this discussion. So we partnered with one poll to issue the 2022 temperature check, which is a survey of 2,000 working Americans, which looks at attitudes related to sick time. And what the survey shows is that Americans don't or or really aren't able to prioritize time to rest and recover when they're sick. A staggering 92% of respondents admitted to working while sick because they can't afford to take a sick day. Um, we also found that 64% of respondents said um, an unpaid sick day would cause financial strain. Uh, 67% said inflation has made them less likely to take unpaid sick days versus uh, the past. And people of color were found much less likely to call out from work compared to their you know, white counterparts. So Latina women, for example, are more hesitant than white women to take a sick day from work, 71% versus 52%. Um, and Black and Latina women really feel some form of financial assistance would help them take a sick day. So that's what we found through our research. Okay. So, so they tend to really bear the brunt of the uh, inequality of unpaid and unrecognized labor when they're sick. And those findings actually jibe with a CDC study that was released last Tuesday about the higher flu-related hospitalization rates and lower vaccination rates among adults from the um, BIPOC backgrounds. Uh, so Helion and Theraflu are trying to make it easier for those mothers to take a day of rest during flu season by offering them a day's wage, actually. The company is sending checks for $161 each. How did you arrive at that figure? 
Yeah, this is actually, this year's campaign, actually, um, the figure is a greater than last year's campaign. And last year, we handed out $150 to um, a thousand families. This year, uh, we've raised both the number of families we're impacting. So we'll be impacting 1,200 families. And we've also increased the amount of each microgrant from $150 last year to $161 uh, this year. And that's partially to account for the inflationary times in which we live. So the way we came up with this is this is roughly the the average uh, wa- wage uh, lost for a day taken off to account for either uh, yourself who may be sick or a sick loved one. Mm-hmm. Right. So the, the federal calculated wage uh, for an uh, for an unpaid sick day. Correct. So, and you're working with uh, Good and Foundation, Good Plus Foundation, uh, with with a budget of two hundred thousand um, dollars, which, as you said, enables you to disperse those wage checks to about twelve hundred families. Uh, these these are in essence micro grants. Uh, what are you hoping to achieve with these? You really are. You know, our goal as a brand, we firmly believe that rest and recovery time should be a right and not a privilege. And we see, um, you know, we see the data that we've, we found out through our own research, um, uh, which said, and we know the culture in which we live in, which is we have a push through culture when it comes to taking time off, uh, when you're sick or a loved one is sick. Um, and, and this often means that we're made to feel guilty, uh, for missing work. Uh, to recover from an illness, uh, you know, and we also acknowledge that there's such a, uh, a financial strain that's put on families, um, who, who, you know, need to take time off from work to take care of themselves or their, or their loved ones. Um, so given that we believe that rest and recovery is a right, not a privilege, our goal really is to start a conversation about this, to make sure that this issue has a really bright light shone on it um, so that we can start talking about this more as a society and start changing this. So that's really the goal. Sure. And since this is in year two, if I may ask, um, what kind of um, evidence did you see um, that you had sparked that kind of conversation? Did you see more activity uh, on on the brand social channels, for instance? You know, what, what were some of the things that you saw going from year one to year two? Yeah, we had, and I don't have the the numbers handy with me right now, but we had amazing engagement from last year's campaign. Uh, we had set, you know, normally we set benchmarks uh, for engagement um, on these campaigns, and we blew those benchmarks away. So, what we learned was this is a topic which is really important and resonates with Americans. And that's why we chose to bring it back. And that's why we chose to build on it, because we know how important this topic is. Great. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about, you know, the, the campaign tactics a bit, uh, you know, how you're, you're getting the word out. Uh, the, the 22 campaign website uh, includes stories um, and a new introductory video. Uh, and on that video, you have women uh, telling their stories about sick days, right? That's exactly right. So, um, so the campaign has several, several elements to it. So the first, as you mentioned, is we've created a documentary, a short documentary film called Calling in Sick. 
And the film aims to illuminate the challenges people experience when faced with unpaid sick days. So that film is available on our website, theraflu.com, as well as on YouTube. And we are uh, talking about this campaign through social media on our own channels, with our influencer partners, as well as our partners, um, Good Plus, as you mentioned as well, Good Plus Foundation, who are partnering with us, with us for the second year, um, on this program. And, in addition to that, we are also sharing research related to this issue on our website. Um, and we're in the process of creating resources for people related to managing mental health uh, surrounding this topic. And this is actually a new component to the program versus last year. Uh, we are uh, working with uh, a psychologist to sort of help provide resources for people to manage their mental stresses during these times. Mm -hmm. Yes, we we know that uh, behavioral health uh, demand for is is up is way up. Um, I'm sorry, you were going to say something else, Samir. No, I was just going to say, I mean, again, all of this goes back to our objective of, um, you know, we, be, we, we firmly believe the right uh, to rest and recover. It's a right, not a privilege. And we want to start that conversation. So what we hope is that the, that, um, people see the, uh, see our, our documentary. They visit our website to learn about the resources available. And they also share these women's stories, uh, through our hashtag make rest a right. Mm -hmm. And uh, you mentioned influencer partners. Uh, who, are you, who are you working with there? So we have um, our, you know, as I mentioned, we have a, a new component to our program uh, this year, which is working with a licensed psychologist, uh, Dr. Lisette Sanchez. And she will be discussing the emotional and mental health impacts um, uh, that, you know, that happen when you're unable to take paid sick time off. Uh, she's going to be providing resources on our website, as I mentioned, uh, to ensure people uh, know how to start these conversations. And then, of course, we have our three, um, you know, uh, mothers who we focus our documentary on highlighting the issues that they face. They will also be uh, talking about the challenges that they face when taking on paid sick days. Great, great. Um, and so the campaign's main messaging point, you know, you're calling for the right to paid sick days for all. What uh, agencies worked on it, if I may ask? Yeah, we have uh, a really strong roster of agencies that have helped us with this. Edelman, uh, Wonderman Thompson, Publicis, Cast, and uh, VML YNR. Okay. Well, this sounds like a, a unique way to draw attention to a very worthy cause. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today, Samir. I really appreciate the time. Health Policy Update with Lesha Bouchak. Last week, the Biden administration unveiled a new program that would aim to battle the opioid epidemic by providing more access to substance use disorder medication for pregnant women. The White House released a report about the issue, and they noted that pregnant women with substance use disorders are 17% less likely to be accepted for opioid use disorder treatment by outpatient buprenorphine providers compared to non-pregnant women. 
Those gaps are even wider among women of color and women in rural areas. The federal plan would aim to tackle that by boosting access to medications like buprenorphine and methadone. It would also train judges to involve opioid replacement drugs in drug treatment court programs, as well as seek to expand access to those medications for Native American women in tribal nations and communities, as well as in rural areas. The initiative, however, doesn't have a plan for funding, and experts say without money set aside, it won't amount to much. U.S. Surgeon General Vivek Murthy emphasized mental health yet again in a new report released last week that highlighted workplaces as integral aspects of addressing the mental health crisis. That report noted that toxic workplaces could be harmful to Americans' mental health due to things like chronic stress and long hours. 76% of workers in the U.S. have at least one symptom of mental health condition, and up to 84% of people said their workplaces contributed to mental health issues. And in the report, Murthy outlined five essential pillars that could help employers address some of those mental health concerns, including protecting people's value, safety, and belonging, as well as providing a living wage and flexibility. Murthy referred to the importance of making workplaces, quote-unquote, engines for mental health and well-being moving forward. I'm Lesha Bouchak, senior reporter at MMM. That's it for this week. If you like this episode, please give it a thumbs up. Better yet, subscribe on your podcasting platform of choice and help others discover the show. The MMM podcast is produced by Bill Fitzpatrick, Deborah Stahl, Bradley Weems, and Gordon Failer. Our theme music is by Sizzy M. Sohn. We're out every week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.